Hello, everyone. I'm Scotty Powell here with the Carolina Weather Group, and we have a unique interview today. Uh, we're going to be talking with Rachel Carroll, who is uh, the Vice President of Digital Media for Lamar Advertising, big billboards that you see uh, on the interstates as you're traveling. Uh, Rachel helps uh, produce some of the content that you see on those, as well as Wade Whitmire. Uh, he is Deputy Director of the iPaws um, Agency with FEMA, as well as the Resilience Team. So, uh, Wade and Rachel, we're happy to have you uh, join us to kind of talk about this. A few weeks ago, a press release was announced that Lamar had teamed up with FEMA to talk about how to get important weather information out to those folks who may be traveling. And we know as you travel, uh, following GPS and kids in the car, you may not be uh, alert to what's all going around. Well, hopefully with this partnership, if there's any severe weather around, you will be alerted of that. So uh, I want to talk to uh, Rachel, you and Wade, first of all, how did Lamar and FEMA decide to partner up and give out this valuable information that, uh, that these travelers may find useful as they're traveling in, in uh, territory they may not be uh, familiar with? Lamar was always, we're, we're constantly looking at ways to improve the communications in our, in our communities and send out public alert messages and notify um, people of any dangers and use the platform that we have. And we were very familiar with um, what comes over the phones and our, our alerts on our cell phones. And we didn't know how to actually use that tool to get it onto our billboards. And um, we did some digging because of our partnership with FEMA and came across the iPaws system and reached out to the team and luckily was able, able to secure a partnership with FEMA uh, to make this to make this happen and be able to get uh, this critical information out when when it's when it's needed. And then Wade, you guys use the iPaws information, and us in the weather community know what that is. But if you could explain to our, our listeners and our followers uh, what iPaws means, and then kind of the information that is uh, that is sent from that system. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, the IPOS system, uh, you know, the integrated public alert and warning system, uh, we've actually been in uh, production. We've been live since about 2010. Uh, one of our, what the goal of that system is, it is, uh, and we like to use the tagline that is truly a national system for local learning. Um, by that, we mean that it is nationally uh, maintained system. So the federal government pays for the core pieces of that. Uh, and it is also a core piece really in our national preparedness posture. Uh, it, and uh, the point is, is to ensure that the federal government and the president can really warn the people, all the people uh, that are in our nation in the event of catastrophic emergency. But uh, the authority to use that is extended to and encouraged to state and local governments where imminent and kind of real emergencies are happening every day. Um, and of course, we in the IPAWS office are really committed to uh, helping those local agencies use it as most effectively as they can uh, to get information to people in their jurisdictions as effectively as possible. Um, what we do, what the system does is collect alerts or uh, alerts can be sent from local authorities and state authorities through the system. And then we distribute that have national connections to uh, all radio and television stations, also to the cellular carriers, uh, so your wireless providers and all of the primary uh, wireless providers, I think there are 61 that are currently connected to the system that allows those messages to blast through on your phone as what are called wireless emergency alerts. And then we are continuing to add, and Lamar is another great addition, uh, as many outlets as possible 
that can get emergency information in front of people uh, when they are in the area uh, of a hazard that is dangerous either to themselves or to someone around them. So Wade, um, from you guys, I pause. Uh, the National Weather Service issues a, a variety of warnings and, and advisories and watches, uh, as well as state and local emergency officials. I know um, several years ago in the foothills of North Carolina, there was um, a, a flash flood event where there was the possibility of a dam failure and local emergency management was able to um, ask the Weather Service to issue a flash flood emergency for this possibility. So what type of products will, will be uh, sent out via iPods that we could see pop up on these uh, these billboards. Right. So on from the weather side, the National Weather Service is is the biggest user of the system. Um, today, uh, they primarily send about seven types of alerts, and they are only uh, in weather parlance. They're only when it's a warning for the most severe types of emergencies. So uh, I'll try to name them off the top of my head right now. But tornado, hurricane. Uh, tsunami, as well as dust storm, extreme wind warnings, and then flash flood uh, is the number one type of message that is sent across the United States uh, today. Um, in addition to that, as you mentioned, uh, local authorities, uh, especially this year, uh, uh, due to COVID and due to other activities, and I think just due to them learning about how effective it was to get people's attention when you blast your message through uh, iPause to a local area, um, we have seen, uh, I think, about a threefold increase by local authorities. And local authorities' usage extends uh, to severe weather. They will use it for severe weather warnings also. And many times they will follow up a, a National Weather Service warning with more critical and localized information about what to do uh, in that severe weather. But also we've seen a huge uptick by law enforcement. Uh, either warning the pop population about dangerous uh, police activities that are going on in their area, missing persons of all across the spectrum. So not just uh, what a lot of states call as silver alerts and not just missing children, which are amber alerts, but for all manner of people that, that are in danger and they're trying to find. Um, and then of course the plethora of things that happen every day across the country somewhere. Uh, 911 call outages is a big usage. Um, gas leaks, uh, evacuations for fire warnings, tons and tons of fire warnings have gone off, unfortunately, in the northwest side of our country this year. So um, really across the spectrum, whatever that local guy uh, deems as an emergency in that local area, um, if he needs to use the system or he thinks the most effective way to get that emergency information in front of people, then that's his decision to use, the, to use iPlus to do that. So we, we're learning where this information comes from. So Rachel, I want to bring it to you. I believe recently before the show, we were talking about there was a tornado warning that was issued in the Raleigh area and you was able to produce that information onto uh, one of these uh, boards. So what's the, uh, the warnings information given out or the local emergency management, state emergency management has, has produced that information what goes in on your side of things? How do you get the information, produce it, and publicize as quickly as possible? Well, actually, it's really um, exciting. It's really, it, it's all automated. So when our boards play, um, when, when this creative is scheduled to play, so we, we, we run these uh, alerts where we have space available. And so every time the board goes to play in a spot or a section, we, we go and look and see if there is a and an active alert for that board. So all of our boards have identification codes known as FIPS codes that 
identify exactly where they are and what alert would be relevant to their specific location. So we, uh, the board then goes and electronically looks at the, at, at the data and pulls the data feed. And if there, is an, if there is an emergency message, such as the one in Raleigh where there was a, a tornado warning, the board will not play Lamar content. It will flip to a FEMA emergency alert that, that gives whatever message is, is published in the iPod system. So it would have been, you know, tornado warning. It played on four of our boards that were very specific for that geographic location. Um, so the beauty of it is it works 24 seven with no human inter inter interaction at all. So if there is an alert in the middle of the night, we don't have to have someone actually take any action. The system does it automatically for us. Will the, uh, the, the board or the information, will it stay up for the duration of that warning? Uh, or is it a certain amount of time that it's up and then kind of the advertising rotation continues back as a normal, uh, normal schedule? the alert will play in that in the rotation where it was scheduled for for the next 30 minutes so the board doesn't flip and just plays that one alert but it plays in the rotation on that board for a consistent 30 minutes uh, from when we receive the alert i know in oklahoma city dallas texas things like that especially out in the spring when they're expecting severe weather days they do just like these messages they pop up on billboards you know no really warning that's in effect just kind of a hey heads up this afternoon, it could be stormy. Is that something you guys might look at later on or? It's not off the table by any means. Um, you know, we look at anything that could add value to the local communities. It's just all, the catch has always been how do, how do you get it up there? Who does the artwork? How, there's more to putting an ad or a message on a board than what people realize, you know, right, um, right. because you have to get creative done. And then all the different departments want approvals and, and <laughs> it, it gets... It gets harder to get the creative done and get something up and approved on time than it does to have the you know you miss the you miss the window of when the when the emergency is happening. Right. So yeah, I was I was scrolling scrolling through your uh, your website. I didn't realize how many different types of billboards and city you know just there there's so many billboards. Fascinating. I always learn so much when I'm talking to, to folks like you all, because in the weather community, I, I know radar and different products, but you know, you guys have so many various outlets that you can get info out. It's, it's pretty cool. So it, it's way more complicated than just a rectangle on a stick. <laughs> Scotty, if I could add in, yes, uh, go ahead. I'd just say that one of uh, the partnership and uh, which is super that that is in existence today is that the, the message that will be displayed that Lamar is consuming through the iPaws feed uh, is the short form message that you would get on your cell phone also. So it's an amplification of that. Um, I'd also add that right after uh, we, the press release went out and um, we sent out some information to primarily the stakeholders who are the users of the system, uh, we've gotten a lot of questions and a lot of great interest in that, which is, which is super. So, um, messages that they send, which are not necessarily, because remember the weather service only sends uh, messages for those seven or eight types of most severe warnings. So when you're in the warning stage, but any message that a local happens to send, uh, and sometimes in some areas I have seen uh, pretty frequently actually in some areas, uh, messages that will be sent as a wireless emergency alert from a local authority to say, hey, expect very icy conditions tonight, or we expect your, your electric power to go out, or uh, we are in a uh, high risk time for fire. 
um, they may send those messages out at their at their discretion, and those messages would be uh, part of the the automation that Lamar is pulling and would display on boards in accordance with what's going on right now. And you know, in this day and time where we cannot get enough communication, enough information, this is another easy way. I know, Wade, it's been a difficult year for you all with. Uh, a very active hurricane season uh, with COVID going on. And like you mentioned, the wildfires out West. I mean, I know you guys are ecstatic to have this, uh, this information to be able to produce uh, quick information for folks who, who are in the area. So just a, another tool in the toolbox for FEMA. Absolutely. Well, Rachel, Wade, we appreciate your time today. Thank you for this. Uh, we are uh, very appreciative of the partnership and uh, here in the Carolinas, uh, at least the Raleigh area we know uh, was activated. And so um, as we go throughout the rest of this year, uh, be on the lookout for those uh, digital advertising boards. And if you know there's a stormy weather in the area, keep a lookout uh, for your local billboard to see if there's any warning information. Rachel, uh, Wade, one last thing. Um, if our followers want to learn more about this, is there anywhere that they can they can log on to maybe social media or a website that they can learn more about this uh, this project? Uh, for the iPaws system, absolutely. Uh, FEMA.gov slash iPaws will take you to our pages. Uh, we have information about all of the outlets that iPaws connects to uh, and um, information for alerting authorities that want to, that aren't already. And we have more than 1,500 right now agencies across the United States that use the system. But uh, for any that haven't yet, uh, check us out and absolutely contact us about being a user of iPods. Yeah, and for Lamar, it's the same. Um, it's Lamar.com. We have all of that on our on our site, and um, you can see how you can take advantage of that. Yeah, I think there's a very helpful Lamar website too uh, that shows the location of each of their digital billboards. Uh, so you can zoom in on a map uh, to the area where you are and see exactly where the Lamar billboards are. Uh, that are in service in your area. Uh, well, Rachel, Wade, thank you so much. We appreciate your time today and appreciate this partnership. I know it's going to be uh, very successful and very useful for those folks who are traveling during adverse conditions. And everyone, thank you for watching the Carolina Weather Group. Hope you have a great day and we will talk to you soon.